This is Beering Ain't Easy. Do you spend all week thinking about what new beer you'll try next? Then yeah, this podcast is for you. Come join us while we try new beers, share our ratings, debate craft beer culture, and in the process, throw a few jabs at ourselves. So crack one if you got one and turn it up. Welcome to Beerin' Ain't Easy, episode 29 with Adam and Drew. Adam and Drew, completely sober. <laughs> this may be a painful episode. This is something that I never thought we would do, and, and I blame Adam 100% for the, the topic of today's episode. I'm just trying to help Drew improve himself. So, we started a beer podcast, which... Beer podcasts typically need beer to operate, right? A beer podcast with no beer, what could go wrong? And so what the deal is, is that Adam is running a marathon and he thinks that by cutting down on the alcohol, he can improve his time. And I think it's a bunch of bullcrap, but he's taking off a freaking month of drinking. I just am doing this to upset Drew. I was like, why would I pick a partner for a beer podcast that would just completely leave me hanging and be like, hey, man, I'm going to stop drinking for a month. Good luck with the podcast. So there's really two reasons <laughs> I'm doing this. One is to listen to you bitch all month about me not drinking beer. And two, to make you feel like an alcoholic when I'm not drinking beer and you're drinking beer all by yourself all the time. I will be able to rest easy and sleep easy at night. <laughs> <laughs> so we took this circumstance and we turned it into an episode idea. And so around the time of dry January, I would look at Instagram, I'd look at my Facebook feed, and I kept getting these like ads for this brewing company called Athletic Brewing Company. And it always showed people like running sprints, like sweating. And they're like, this is the non-alcoholic beer for you. And I was like, non-alcoholic beer? Who would drink that stuff? Here we are. Here we are. And so this, <laughs> this episode is 100% dedicated to non-alcoholic beers. Why do people drink them? What are they all about? Do they satisfy your craving? Yeah. So Adam's that gone. Is, How long have you gone without a beer right now? I'm going on about five or six days. I think Saturday was the last beer I had. So I made it Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and here we are Thursday. I'm five days in. And Thursday is the night where you always have an IPA every Thursday. Every Thursday, like no matter what, there's no exceptions to that. And so I feel like my body is like, where's the IPA? <laughs> so we got an IPA for you today. We got two non-alcoholic IPAs. And a golden ale that we're going to drink today. You want to, let's crack one open. Let's crack one open. I don't want to just like stare at your ugly mug while I don't have a substitute for a beer in front of me. Okay. So the beer that we have is called Upside Dawn by Athletic Brewing Company, as Drew said. And it is a non-alcoholic golden Contains less than 0.5% alcohol by volume. Woof. Man, I'm really... You had to pound a lot of those to get a buzz, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Let me have some of that. And uh, So where, before we start trying the beer, 
I got to talk about the, how this journey is going so far. So I thought that I'd get in like halfway through the month and that's when I'd really like start craving a beer. But I'm really craving a beer after just five days. <laughs> yeah, I can't decide like this is going to be an experiment for you. Is the craving worse at the first week or the last week? Because I feel like by the last week, maybe your body has like acclimated to lack of alcohol. I don't know. That's It's a good experiment, though. Yeah, as like I say this stuff outside, I'm really feeling like an alcoholic. So when I look at this beer, it, and so we didn't say where it's from. It, this is actually brewed in Stratford, Connecticut. So I think this is our only Connecticut beer we've ever drank. This brewing company is a pioneering a craft brew revolution. They believe that you shouldn't have to sacrifice your ability to be healthy, active, and be your best self. Be your best self. That's my New Year's saying. How ironic. It doesn't actually say that. I added, <laughs> I added it says be your it. it says be your best, but I, I added be your best self because you had been talking about it. <laughs> so they all they make are non-alcoholic brews, so I have taken a smell and it smells like a beer. It smells good. I've it, already tasted it too. It looks like a beer, it smells like a beer. Does it taste like a beer? It does. There's not a lot of oomph to it, but it tastes beerish. It tastes beerish. I think that would be what would be interesting is if we had a side-by-side of a non-alcoholic and an alcoholic beer is what I'm calling normal beers now. Alcoholic beers. Alcoholic beers. <laughs> Isn't that just beer? <laughs> now that I'm above that life, I'm going to refer to the beer that you drink as alcoholic beers. Are you going to like... There's already, like, I started running, not at the same level that Adam's running, but I started running last year, and I feel like there's this whole, like, uppity runner syndrome where it's like, oh, man, you got to get the right shoes, you got to get the right clothes, you got to go on my routes. Oh, you're using the wrong app, you're not using Strava? Get on Strava, bitch! (laughs) I was like, man, there's all this pressure. All I wanted to do is just run around the neighborhood and not be a complete slug all the time. That's not enough. And so I feel like this non-alcoholic thing is like your next step of like trying to pretend like you're better than other people. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to shame you for living the life I lived five days ago. Oh, you're drinking an alcoholic beer? (laughs) (laughs) And we'll live 25 days from now. (laughs) My beer is only 50 calories. Why don't you pound that 500 calorie beer over there, huh? Fat ass. This is the first sip of non-alcoholic beer I have ever had in my entire life. Oh, that's awesome. That's That makes for a good episode. I've had two. And so you want to hear my two stories with it? Yeah. The first one when, was when Meredith was uh, pregnant with Vivian, our uh, first, and she bought, or I bought her a six pack of this German beer. It was called Klosthauler. And we cracked it open. She drank about half of it. I took a sip. It was terrible, and we drain poured the rest of it because we couldn't convince anyone else to drink it. And so just the taste wasn't very good in the first place. So I feel like they had a type of beer that we probably wouldn't have liked anyway, and then they made it non-alcoholic. Whereas this one, I'm, I'm, we're drinking the Golden right now, but when we get to an IPA, if they can master an IPA flavor, I could see it being drinkable versus those which are meh. That is a test. I mean, this one already has exceeded my expectations. It's satisfied my initial beer flavor craving. Yeah. I don't know about you, but when I've run 
like almost immediately after running, I crave a beer. I don't know. There's something about the the taste and the like maybe what you lose in electrolytes. Oh, yeah. I, re- I remember reading during the last Olympics that a lot of the Olympians would go to Olympic Village and they'd get a big beer, but it'd be like a super light beer, but they'd, they'd down it. And so I could see where they may have a market with this type of a beer. Runners are actually generally beer drinkers. And so like at like a marathon or half marathon, they almost always have beer at the end of it. I mean, I crave beer pretty regularly, but after running, I feel like it's almost like, man, you want it almost for the refreshment factor and not yeah. the buzz. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So my other story, when I had a non-alcoholic beer, it was actually by accident. So when I was living in California, I had a boss from Germany and he did a, a, a little party at his house where he served German food. <laughs> we were watching soccer, football. So did you get drunk off non-alcoholic beer? Well, I mean, I was puking on the... No. <laughs> so he had two coolers, but they weren't labeled, right? And so the, I went to the first cooler and I got a beer and I was like, oh, this tastes pretty good. It was German beer. Later on, I went for my second beer and that cooler was empty. And I was like, oh, I'll just get from the second cooler, which had a lot in there. And so that should have been my warning sign. <laughs> so he had had a alcoholic cooler and a non-alcoholic cooler. So I grabbed that beer and I'm drinking it and I'm like, I was like, why am I drinking piss water? (laughs) I was like, this doesn't taste like beer. Something's weird with this. And then I I finally started reading the can and I was like, oh, that's why. And so at that time I was like, people drink non-alcoholic beers. And so in Germany, there's quite a bit. And Really? Yeah. So I think like beer is such a part of the culture over there that even people that don't like alcohol, they still drink beer. Hmm. So I don't think we've gotten to that point in the U.S. yet. Not yet. Not till you bring this trend all over Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) And I start shaming people for drinking alcoholic beer. I don't feel as much like a drunk when I just slam this bad boy down. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I actually think it's given that it's a non-alcoholic beer, it's it's pretty good. Like I think it's a solid beer. I think if if you were wanting to drink something that wasn't water and you were choosing between this or a Coke or vitamin water or something that, you know, th- this is more enjoyable. Like if you're in a social environment, I could see if you're the designated driver, maybe you pop one of these bad boys. I have a very important question. Okay. Shoot. Is it acceptable to bring non-alcoholic beer to the office and drink it in my office? I don't think you'd break any rules. <laughs> it does have 0.5% alcohol. So I'm not sure is it like those chocolates when you have like a little bit of alcohol content in the chocolates? Are those okay? <laughs> Gotta eat a lot of these bad boys to get drunk. Gonna imagine walking in to the office with a six pack of Lagunitas <laughs> that look like a beer bottle. Yes, in a beer bottle, non non alcoholic IPA. What would happen? Yeah, I'd get, I'd get a few looks. I think <laughs> there's only one way to find out. I think like I feel like it's one of those things people wouldn't like sell you out, but they would. Your the rumor would go around everywhere. Like I saw Drew was drinking at work. <laughs> Drew's drinking in an office. Safety guys drinking in his yeah. office. Okay, so before we get into the next beer, I gotta give you a little bit of background on my. So can I just crack and pour while you, you're talking? You can. Okay. After I have another drink. Okay, so as I said, 
This is the first sip of non-alcoholic beer I've ever had in my entire life. And throughout my life, I've always been so confused by non-alcoholic beers. I was always confused at like kind of why they existed. And then I was so judgy about people who drank non-alcoholic beers. I was like, if someone ordered a non-alcoholic beer, I was like, that person is such a desperate fucking alcoholic that they still need beer, even though they're not drinking alcohol. And now... You're that guy. (laughs) (laughs) We'll really see now that we're, we're moving into the IPA. So this is the real test is can you get that IPA craving? So this is also an athletic brewing company and it's called Run Wild. So appropriate for the topic today. And um, it's a non-alcoholic IPA. I've just taken my first sip of the IPA, which you should you should take. And it's it's missing that IPA flavor. <laughs> <laughs> so I did I did take a smell, and it has a funky smell. Yeah. So the question is: Is it that non-alcoholic IPAs are not acceptable, or is it this one? Well, that's what the Lagunitas the is going to tell us. The Lagunitas will answer that question. Yeah. So far, I actually like that golden one a little better than this, uh, I do. this IPA. It, so I well, let's take a step back to that golden one. Mm-hmm. What would you rate it? What Uh-oh. is your untapped rating? I think out of principle, I cannot rate a non-alcoholic beer an untapped. You have just, to. Well, maybe I, I won't give it more than a 0.5 because that's the amount of alcohol content in it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What what would you rate it if you're going to rate a non-alcoholic beer? I think it is a 3.25. You've rated some much better alcoholic beers. Uh, maybe a 3.0. Maybe a 3.0. Okay. What is your rating, Drew? And I will blind taste test you later with that beer. I am putting a ceiling on these beers at 2.5. That's just my, that's out of principle. And so I'll give that one a 2.5, the golden nail. I'll give this uh, IPA a 2.0. I can't get over the smell. The smell is just, it's almost like a oniony smell. Oh, I, now that, now that it, now that you gave me the onions, now I'm not going to be able to finish this thing. No, I can't. Get the dump jar out. I'm, I'm struggling to drink it. Can I pour it back in the can? <laughs> See if they'll take it back, return it. I do have a non-alcoholic beer story that Let's hear it. needs to come out. So one time I was back in Iowa at my parents' house, and I think this was before we all had kids. And so we were playing cornhole and drinking a bunch of beer. And I remember we, we were playing cornhole. My brother-in-law and I were playing cornhole against these two other guys, and I mean, all of us were pounding beers. So, you know, like 10 beers, eight beers deep. We're just drinking like the lighter stuff. And so my brother-in-law, like he goes and gets a beer and he just went and he grabbed a beer for everyone. And so he hands it to this guy and he's like, oh, no, I'm good. He's like, I'm not I'm not drinking alcohol tonight. And so he grabs like a Bush N.A., Oh, there's such a thing. Yes, it was Bush. It wasn't O'Doul's. I was thinking it was O'Doul's, but it was Bush. Yeah. And so, I mean, this guy, this was probably his 10th (laughs) Bush NA. And I remember 
my brother-in-law and I were just like, what did we just witness? Like, I just can't believe what I just saw. You know where I thought you were going with that story? Is I thought you were going to say this was like you're putting money on the line on a cornhole tournament. And he was... He was sandbagging you <laughs> by pretending like he had 10 real beers and he was really slamming the non-alcoholics so that he could still be in his game. That would have been an interesting twist. So back to this beer, like ever since once you mentioned the term oniony, it's like I could not get it out of my head. And we basically just poured our beers out. Oh, the sink. God. I, I took one more sip after that. I wanted to throw up. I feel like we've talked about this before, but once you lock in on a flavor, just like that beer we had with the Belgians and it tasted like the Vicks Vapor Rub, like we were, we were done with that beer. The same thing. It was onion. Absolutely. You know, friend of the show, Ryan, like taught me a trick about the, the off flavors on beers is like, he brought out a, a, like a neutral cracker and he's like trying it. Cause we both had a beer that we were tasting a a specific flavor and we both ate the cracker and it basically cleansed the palate and we tried again and like it, it reset your flavors and like you could actually like train your mind back again. So I thought that was like the, the coolest trick. So if you ever had a, a beer that you really want to drink, but someone messed you up by a flavor that you can't get out of your head, it's it's a good trick. So thanks, Ryan. So originally I said 2.0 on that beer. I think I'm going to d- decline it down to like a, a 1.0. 1.0. <laughs> it's worst beer ever rated by me on the show. With that, I'm going to open up a beer from a reputable brewery out of California, Lagunitas, from Petaluma, California. California? California? <laughs> Meow. <laughs> from Petaluma, California. And this is their non-alcoholic IPA. You know what's funny is that we've gotten feedback from some of our friends that every time we do a podcast, we sound drunk. And so I think when we go back and listen to the recording on this, are we still going to sound drunk? Because I think I think Adam just sounds drunk all the time. <laughs> or I am drunk all the time. Yeah. You, were you were you holding out on me? You've been, <laughs> yeah, I'm you made, up, you made up this whole thing just so that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, snuck in five beers on my walkover. Yeah. You just moved to shots instead of beers. <laughs> yeah. So back to these non-alcoholic IPAs. I don't know which one's worse. <laughs> so far, I'm not on the non-alcoholic IPA train. No. You know, we were talking about the tasting wheel. It almost has the sweat socks taste to it. <laughs> <laughs> I st- my initial smell was onion again. I don't get I don't get onion, but it makes me wonder like if we're getting like the the leftover. Well, it's like almost like pure hops because you don't have. It's like you're taking out the. Yeah, you know, the, the the grain and the sugars and like, have you ever had a hop water before? No. So if you go to like St. Arnold's Brewing Company, you can go on tap and you can just get a glass of hop water and you drink it. And that's actually what this tastes like to me. It tastes like drinking hop water and I don't like it, <laughs> <laughs> but some people enjoy it. They're like, oh, that's, you know, you can, you can taste the hops, but that's kind of what this tastes like to me. It's interesting because I thought... The golden ale would be the worst beer. Mm-hmm. No, it, it came in came in strong, and the IPAs are. Uh, I was wondering, like on this this whole topic of the IPA, and you mentioned like drinking them side by side. Wildcard bitches, just 
as a temptation for Adam, I'm going to drink a beer in front of him, a real beer on air, just to be a dick. And I'm going to drink it side by side. The whole reason I was going to do this in the event that we had something that Adam was blabbing on about saying, oh, this tastes just like an IPA. I just knew Adam was going to get on that train. <laughs> and I was prepared to do the do the dirty here and, and take one for the team here for science. For science. And so I just cracked open a Belching Beaver Phantom Bride, which is a very tasty West Coast IPA. So Drew thought he was being all clever. He had it in the drawer. <laughs> And then he opened the drawer and I saw it. And I said, why do you have a beer in the drawer? And he was being all secretive, like, oh, I must have left a beer in the drawer. <laughs> it would have been a little better if you hadn't seen the IPA. <laughs> I don't know that it'd be that much better. <laughs> so were... how does it stack up? No comparison. <laughs> <laughs> Phantom Bride is a fantastic IPA. And super excited that Belching Beaver is now being distributed in Texas. And oh, yeah. Even more excited that I'm drinking that instead of this Lagunitas. <laughs> I was really disappointed in this Lagunitas. Yeah. I had high hopes. Out of the three non-alcoholic beers that we drank today, where, where do they stack up? So without a doubt, the Golden was the top. Then I think the other two were almost identical like the lagunitas didn't have as much of an oniony flavor or smell but i just had that in my mind and so as soon as i smelled it i was like oh god what's weird about drinking these two side by side which i'm over here doing my little experiment with the lagunitas and the the belching beaver and the like this hop water which is what i'm calling the lagunitas it's like throwing off my my taste profile it's actually bringing down my phantom bride. <laughs> and so it, it's like, I got to quit taste testing them because I'm just going to waste a beer. Of, oh, <laughs> I need a cracker. You get that onion taste out. <laughs> so now that we've had a chance to taste a, a, a wide array of non-alcoholic beers, would, would you, I know we said the IPAs are out that we would never buy those again. But would you go back and buy that uh, golden or something similar? And not just the singles at Total Wine that I got. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's satisfying the cravings. So, like, I think I might be going and getting non-alcoholic beer. Man. Now that you've opened yourself up to the potential of buying these beers, does it change your mind at all if a six-pack of this golden ale is nine ninety nine? That hurts a little bit. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to be normal beer price. I'm, I'm sure that like the manufacturing of this is not any less difficult than making beer other ways. I, I bet it's still the same equipment, maybe some less raw materials, but I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it should cost the same, even though I, I hear what you're saying, but... There's no alcohol in it, so I shouldn't be paying alcoholic prices. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it should cost less. Maybe it is less to manufacture, but they're trying to play off of these snooty runners that are like, oh, I'm above you, so I'm, I'm going to pay $9.99 instead of what I should pay is $4.99. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, so here's the thing. So we've rated some pretty low beers on this. So would you rather drink that non-alcoholic golden versus the uh, the spicy Halloween beer we had? This <laughs> I would rather have that golden. Yeah. Okay. What about Miller Lite versus the golden? Probably Miller Lite. Yeah, I think so. And I, I didn't even ask you about the Miller High Life because I knew you would. Oh, <laughs> a whole different ballgame. That's up there with the best of them. <laughs> there's Spindle Tap and then there's Miller High Life for you. <laughs> All right. So I think we're done with non-alcoholic beers. I'm going to sit here and finish enjoying taking like delicate sips of this belching beaver in front of Adam until I'm, while he's salivating. I'm leaving as soon as we're done recording. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to watch Drew drink his alcoholic beer. I may I have to I may have too. <laughs> I refuse to support this belligerent bastard. I'm gonna be texting him like every time I have a beer. I'm gonna be like, hey, here's me with a beer. Here's me again with a beer. <laughs> I'm just pissed that he's like leaving me with I'm gonna have anytime you know, social media, taking beer pics. Like I, he's going to be basically worthless to me on this podcast for a month. <laughs> that was part of my driver for wanting to do this experiment. So as far as our next episode, don't have uh, a plan for it yet. Adam's timing on this actually works out really well. Cause by the time we come back after this episode, I will have had my third daughter, which is yet to be determined if she has a beer name like we talked about in previous episodes. We'll find out. That's what you'll find out next episode. But Ooh. probably be doing a, a recording with me getting about two to three hours of sleep a night. So it should be interesting from the delirium aspect. So stay tuned for that. I'm sure everyone is looking forward to that. Having you be even more of a lightweight than you normally are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. You are now officially enlightened in this new non-alcoholic beer lifestyle. See you next time. This has been a Beering Ain't Easy production in Houston, Texas. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram. And if you want to see what we're drinking, our untapped handles are Beering Ain't Easy Adam and Beering Ain't Easy Drew. 